This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 101 of Beers in the Lot. We were missing Danny today, but Riggs and Johnny and I had plenty of fun talking about our post-game festivities and our old fat bald guys hockey league game on Sunday night. A little bit of free agency and trades and signings, and it's the off-season, so we tend to get kind of off on weird subjects. Today, that subject was coffee. So let's go. It's a healthy stream there on that poor rigs. A healthy stream. Yeah. <laughs> what are you pouring into that frosty mug, Riggs? I grabbed Trogue's Nimble Giant. Only nice. comes out once a year. Yeah. So came out last month, I think. So nice, nice. Nimble Giant from Hershey, Pennsylvania, home of the Hershey Bears. Right up the road. <laughs> Yes. And Boudreaux's junior team, the Hershey Cubs. Yes. And the Cubs. Sick logo. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Johnny sounded like he was using a zip tie. So I can only (laughs) assume that he's drinking out of a rocket ship can. That's right. I'm drinking a uh, Walker House staple, a great taste, less filling Miller Lite out of a aluminum rocket ship actually i was thinking about this carrying carrying it to my office um do you think like these aluminum cans get much colder than the cans like the standard 12 count ounce cans is it just me that thinks this they might be a light slightly thicker aluminum to maintain the rigidity needed for that (laughs) shape maybe yeah, the long journey That's, the long journey to the space yeah i mean, I mean you know yeah. saturn 5 is obviously a little bit thicker than just your average tin can so that was it taking off that was a sound right there oh, took off into okay. space I was, I was wondering what that sound was yeah. <laughs> what are you drinking this evening aaron is yours flying to space mine is my my beer is not going to space so oh but from our friends at Flying Dog, I have a Hop Electric Hazy IPA, yeah. which is barely an IPA, if you ask me, because because I hate IPAs, but I don't hate this beer. This is a good beer. I like this one. So I like this. It's good. I had one in the lot last night. One. Good for you, Aaron. Probably one too many, but one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the number from now on when when anyone asks, how many do you have? One too many. Just one say that. Too many. Yeah. <laughs> one too many. <laughs> we we had a time in a lot last night, honestly. Yeah, in especially the downpour. Yeah. <laughs> <when> the <laughs> storm came through. <laughs> Everybody was, was piling into Brando's truck except for <laughs> me and one of the other guys. We had an umbrella and we fared uh, not so well. <laughs> we, we were soaked. I was absolutely soaked when I was getting in the car. Not to mention that my gear was in a river, so that didn't oh. go over well. <laughs> oh. but it was a good good little time in the lot. It was after our first 
week of playoff games and old fat ball guys <laughs> hockey. So our first week of two weeks, <laughs> the first of two weeks of play- in a long, <laughs> grueling slog to the old fat ball guys cup. Yep. Green. <laughs> that is a slog. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> the, the whole one game series. Yeah, the one game series <laughs> in a four team bracket. <laughs> God, but we got it's an all victors podcast tonight. Yeah, everybody, everybody here is a winner. Everybody on here is in the championship game. Danny's not here though, so no losers. Danny is out tonight. But <laughs> good guys four, losers two. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Good games though, I guess, right? You guys' game was good. Ours ours wasn't so close as yours, I don't think, but Yeah, we talked about before that black team in OFBG the last two seasons. Not good drafts. <laughs> Just can't get it. Can't get it right, that team. Like I, I said it earlier, I think it starts at the top and it works its way to the bottom. So, <laughs> you know, there, there are GMs and owners and other sports that have been fired for way less. I'm just saying that out loud. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. Actually, the guy I was sharing an umbrella with, he had a sick goal in our game. He's a... Uh, Doing his best to keep that black team, you know, competitive. But he he denied that he had a sick backhand goal. He said it wasn't on his backhand, but I saw it. It went in off his backhand. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he blacked out. <laughs> he went sicko mode and just yeah. lost his mind. He had no clue. <laughs> well, at the end of the day. The three of us get to play for the right to wear an ill-feeding t-shirt as a championship prize. So it's all good. <laughs> Can't wait. <I'm> thrilled. <laughs> maybe one of us, or maybe maybe some of us will get uh, a new night shirt. <laughs> <laughs> a new night shirt for our wives. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's the because they all yeah like you said they're all ill-fitting none of them fit us yeah i mean it's you know it's you get those promotional printed t-shirt deals right like whatever Uh, it's fine give me an xl it's normally like it actually fits like a medium yeah you know yeah (laughs) but like sometimes there's cool stuff like oh yeah there was coolers one time used to have like quarter zips and hoodies and all kinds of stuff so we we kid <laughs> yeah there, there, there's been some good stuff <laughs> there's been a lot of t-shirts so <laughs> a lot of t-shirts simple easy button <laughs> that's why <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with it all right so speaking of easy button did you guys do your homework assignment I I did my homework assignment. Yes. Yes. I am thrilled. All right. We'll start <laughs> going around the classroom. Aaron. Well, you have to tell people what the homework was. No one else knows except for us. All right. So the homework <laughs> assignment was I was in the car 
on Friday, I heard a song on my Spotify. I just came across because I was listening to other songs from said artist. Friday night, I was at home and I heard the song again, this time much louder because somebody else in the house was playing it. Not off my Spotify list, but weird enough, we listen to the same types of music pretty much. So it came on again. And as much as I couldn't get out of my head, the more and more I thought it resembled more and more of what I thought of what the Pittsburgh Penguins are doing this offseason and how they're going down this path. And it's mind games from John Lennon. (laughs) 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 And I... And I think of the opening line in the song, it's mind games, uh, playing mind games together because I was like, as a fan, I want to be emotionally, I'll just say it for the Pittsburgh Penguins is a well-known fact. Like I am emotionally vulnerable for that team. Like, let me, (laughs) let me get all the feels let me get all the hurt, all, all of it. I'm fine with that. But also at the same time, like I, I think I'm a little more educated than the average fan watching because like I know what the future is going to hold. I have a good idea what, you know, the next two years can conceivably look like as well in the Eastern conference and also around the league. So I was kind of like, you know, the more and more I listen to the song, I feel like, yeah, I want to like really buy in and go like, man, we're going to have like a good couple of last years running with, you know, downhill with Gino and Latang and Sid. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, no, this is like, <laughs> like it's not <laughs> and then we got petrie on uh saturday and now he Latang is the second highest paid defenseman on our roster because jeff petrie makes more so it's like i don't i just like oh my god that's like so sums up just how i feel about the penguins right now so the homework assignment long-winded was give me a song that how you feel about either nhl free agency nhl offseason or your current team so aaron the song that i came up with was what's up by four non blondes <laughs> because I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Well, yeah. Cause you went, you went to storm the beaches in Normandy for a while. You came back after you were overseas on deployment, you came back yeah. and you've kind of been a little out of touch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I normally just don't pay that much attention to free agency either. I mean, the big blockbuster trades, yeah, they'll come across my my notifications or whatever in my phone, but I, it's not on TV. Can't watch play. The cup's already been awarded. It's just not in, not in the forefront of my mind right now. I get excited to see the team develop and change over the over the off season, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I pay attention very closer to the beginning of the season, I guess. Yeah, with like Klingberg and Kadri still technically free agents. Yeah. It's it's still kind of a lot of balls in the air for a lot of teams, so I get it. Yeah, yeah. Riggs, what about you, my friend? So I actually thought about three different songs today after you asked the question last night. <laughs> so the first thought that popped in my head wasn't actually a song. It's the scene in the the first Michael Keaton Batman movie. Okay. When, when the Joker has the parade and he's throwing money everywhere, yeah, and it's the Prince tune "Trust" off of that That's soundtrack. Right. So, I was, so it's not so much yeah, about man. the song, but like the whole scene where they're just throwing money around. Hubba hubba hubba! Who do you trust? I'm giving away free money, right? That's, Where's the Batman? Those are those. Are, he's at home yeah. washing his tights. Yeah, exactly. So those are NHL GMs, right? 
throwing money at free agents. And then I thought about, okay, well, what about, what about the player's side of it? So I thought about the Huey Lewis tune, Working for a Living. Yeah, man. I'm taking what they're given because I'm working for a living, right? <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> so that's like the NHL free agent side. <laughs> and then I was thinking about how, and you, you, you mentioned the emotional attachment to the teams and the players and stuff. And I always, I always uh, get on fans for having unhealthy emotional attachments to bottom six players in a lineup. Jay Beagle's um, your dog, though. <laughs> he is, but you <laughs> know on what? Both sides of the fence but right you, now, Riggs. But, but you know what? <laughs> it, but you know what? Washington let him walk, and that was a great decision. They did because he did. wasn't going to be worth that money, and Vancouver gave it to him. So whatever. Absolutely. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I thought of the thirty-eight special song "Hold On Loosely." Oh yeah. You got to hold on loosely yeah. and don't let go. Go. Don't don't hold too tightly. You know that's right. Thing. Or else you yep. lose control. So, you know, like like your players, cheer for your players while they're on your your team. But if the business side of thing doesn't business side of things doesn't make sense, gotta let them walk. Let them go. So that that those were the three that I thought of today. And and clearly too, funny you mentioned that. It's not always a business side. Sometimes it's a comfort side. Like Johnny Hockey left way more money on the table. And everyone's bagging him, and I kind of feel bad for the guy, but I'm also like, he spent his entire NHL career up to this point, was an insanely productive player for him. Yes. And it's his right. And and yeah. yes, I fully agree. Like, I I see both sides of it from like an ownership and a management group. Like, it's kind of like, we would love to just know, because that way we can make our own business decision. Now they're kind of stuck, and they have this weird conundrum now with Matthew Kachuk. Because Matthew Kachuk may go like, uh, I only put like 100 points up last year because I was playing with Johnny. Now Johnny's not here. I don't know if I want to be here. And it, and it changes the entire trajectory of Calgary, obviously. Or he's like, I don't want to be here because he's not here and helping the team, right? And we, we were only that good because that type of player was here. You Correct. know, that kind of thing. And johnny hockey going to columbus now probably makes that team a more attractive place to be for other players in the nhl well and think how many guys have high-end players have been in columbus the last couple of years and have left for bigger markets yeah. or or i don't want to say bigger markets because columbus is a good sports area albeit like college sports um but you know, let's just call it better hockey markets. Let's just say that. Or it didn't like, pan out. Like, I, I would argue that Rick Nash did not do well in Columbus. Like, he was good, but he probably could have been better somewhere else, if you ask me. Well, yeah, but you also got to think, like, it's hockey. It's not basketball, where it's a one-man show. Like, hockey's a team sport, so we... Right. I'd, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but I also would go, like, all right, look at a guy like Taylor Hall. Yeah, true. Like, yeah. yeah, it's so. kind of, you can't really do that with the players. Yeah, it's, yeah, I agree with It's you. a double-edged sword. I, I get it. I think Rick Nash had a great NHL career. Like he, Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's good. He's, 
he's a great player, but I I guess I just always felt like he was he wasn't at his potential there. Yeah, yeah. you thought he there was always something more he could squeeze yeah. out. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I get it. But like you said, with Johnny Hockey going out there and hey, maybe somebody else now wants to come to Columbus to play with him and that team turns into a powerhouse in a few seasons. Who knows? Well, the the interesting thing too, like even the GM essentially like it wasn't he didn't straight out come and say it, but like apparently like they found out through his agent that they're like, oh, Johnny's interested in oh, he's interested in us too. Like it's not just we're yeah, interested he was in him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, really? Oh, he wants to come here. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. <laughs> goddamn! And then it was interesting too. Like Johnny, Johnny was like reaching out to other players that have played there, or um, you know, guys that have been through that program. And even like he's like, yeah, every time I came here, it was good energy in the building. I liked it. It was good. Except for the and like cannon. I said, and like I said, yeah, he doesn't like the cannon, <laughs> so like he may want to. For a guy putting up a hundred points a year, you you may want to like want to get that used off, to that. <laughs> like, I mean, I was thinking too, it's a comfort thing. Like it's lower pressure than being in Calgary. Not in a bad way. Cause like I said, Columbus is a good sports town, but you're in the East. So you can kind of like, I mean, I think it's not a East- Canadian market for one. I, like you've said, we've said it a hundred times. Teams in Canadian markets just have way more eyes on them and he's also an way more pressure. And yeah, he's an American. So he's an American. Yeah. Now he's in an American market. He doesn't have the the same pressure that he he had in in, in Calgary for sure. Guarantee he might have more pressure, like in terms of he's he's now like the big guy on the team or whatever. Not that he wasn't in Calgary, but he uh, <laughs> it's it's more probably team pressure as opposed to media and fan pressure. Probably be a better better assessment of it, I think, because. It's just Canada loves their hockey teams and if they don't do well, then you just get destroyed in the media. Like the, we saw, we were showing that clip. Uh, you guys were sharing it of the, uh, the TV guy in, in Calgary who is signing off and saying, Oh, well, you'll catch me here next week. Unless somebody in Columbus offers me less, less money to do the same thing. And then I might do that. (laughs) They're they're a little salty up there. <laughs> what a big baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing that kind of annoys me about it a little bit, like in a funny way, I'm kind of like, they say more money. Like, okay, he left what one like eight nine million dollars on the table, ten I think altogether, something like that. But like, he's still like, he still got over fifty million. Like, we're you know that's like small potatoes at that point yeah. when you're counting that type of coin right so i think that's a healthy outlook that that he has in fact he's like hey you know what i'll take 10 million less to go play someplace that i might want might feel better at yeah yeah quality of life and like i said i think his wife is from the philly area he has family in like philly and jersey so they're closer less travel on the east coast too or in the eastern conference i should say so yeah yeah so less travel and it's you know below the arctic circle so i mean <laughs> he, him being american maybe hey being up that far up north is it's different i heard i heard it's because johnny hockey doesn't like stampedes and stuff 
Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Hey, look, it, it ain't always about the money. No, there's it isn't. so much other stuff that goes into it. There's family situation, which you alluded to. There's just the everyday living too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've, I've never been to Calgary. I want to go just to I do too. See, uh-huh. see the uh-huh. town, go see a flames game, do that whole deal. But maybe it just wasn't right for him. And at this time in his life, maybe at, you know, earlier in his career, maybe it made sense. And, and now it doesn't. And Columbus does, or it's better for, you know, what, what he's trying to do with his family and stuff. Like, you know, you can't, nobody's actually going to know what the real reasons are other than himself and probably his, you know, close friends and family and, and all that. So you, you can't be mad at him. And we say it all the time too. We're pro player. Go get the money you're owed. Yeah. Eat that wheat, man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Get the bag, like go get the money you're Mm -hmm. owed. So he got, he got his contract he seems very positive and upbeat about what's going on moving there. So good on good on Johnny Gaudreau there. Well, it it reminds me a little bit of that Panarin situation when he left because his exact words, like it was filtered out through his agent. Like he's like, I want to go play in a big American city that has like a lot of media, a lot of you know glitz, and it's in a big media market. So like everyone's like, oh, he's gonna go to L.A. or New York, and he ended up in New York. New York, right? And that's because yeah. that's where he wanted to live. And everyone, you know, kind of was like, oh, that's crap. He could go stay in Columbus and do blah blah blah. It's like, well, guess what? He grew up in Russia, and he's in America. You know, he's in America. He's not leaving America anytime soon. Um, we don't need to get into the reasons why, obviously, but he's safe on the soil. Um, he wanted to go play in New York. Good for him. And actually, after this year, he looks pretty damn good doing it. Yeah. So yeah, yep. that's pressure. I think, like, especially if you're gonna call where you're going, like similar situation. Because, uh, you know, it was reported over the weekend. Uh, down the road, Soto turned down that four hundred forty million dollar contract with the Nats because he doesn't want to play with the Nationals. Well, huh. He can, he can probably make, uh, like thirty percent more, yeah, percent more than that. So that that's a little bit different situation. Two teams especially, in New York. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, especially in baseball too, right? There's no salary cap, so and they can pay out contracts till they're like a hundred and seven. Your your earning <laughs> potential is basically an you know an infinity symbol. So you know you just have to find the right. Uh, financial situation in an ownership group to get the money that you know you're going to get. So with the NHL, right, salary caps in place, you've got hard floors and hard ceilings, there's penalties, there's all kinds of stuff in place that controls the rate of growth and player salary. So, you know, these guys are going to top out at $10 million a year AAV on average at the top top end right you're not going to get anything more than that so yeah. if you're if you're looking With at the salary that, cap now yeah yeah if you're looking at that you know it's it is what it is right 
Well, and two, funny you mentioned like kind of the cap crunch. Like, look at the good free agents that are still out there with Kadri and Klingberg. And then yeah. you look at the group of like RFAs that didn't get qualifying offers. Heinen didn't get a qualifying offer. Rodriguez, the Pens just let him walk as UFA. And I actually thought he did pretty damn well for the Pens this year. So <laughs> they just let him walk. We need that money to resign Gino, but yeah, that's okay. <laughs> so another notable contract signing not a free agent contract signing out in Seattle Shane Wright signed his <laughs> entry level contract three they gave deal. that guy three years <laughs> gotta get rid of these bad contracts he's never been in the NHL before <laughs> oh my gosh I've known him for two weeks he <laughs> should have signed him <laughs> Seattle <laughs> Seattle Kraken uh, hockey Twitter is going nuts because <laughs> the Seattle Kraken signed him to the standard entry-level contract in the NHL. CBA, you know, mandated right. standard there, three-year entry-level contract. <laughs> there's, there's, probably, there's no lower than that. <laughs> there's probably a link on NHL.com somewhere where you could download the PDF of the template contract that they use. Yeah. And you, too, uh, could see what it is. I actually sent in our personal group thread uh, the PTO <laughs> contract that I pulled <laughs> off because I was actually uh, one of these guys had like a CBA question for me and I was like, I actually don't know that. So I actually, yes, I have it like bookmarked on my phone. <laughs> the NHL CBA. <laughs> this is making me go and look. But yeah. Seattle Kraken hockey Twitter is going nuts. Melting down. This They're is like a bad contract <laughs> he's Dude, got no have, nhl experience why'd they give him three years so what are the what are the kraken fans what are the kraken fans gonna do next year when they find out they have 13 picks in the draft <laughs> they're gonna lose That's their 13 mind. times three years <laughs> <laughs> look it's a okay it's a new hockey market yeah right yeah. okay it's first first year last year that town has been crazy for the Seahawks in, in recent memory. Great sports town. That's been the team that, you know, the football has, has been great for them. They've, they, they had success recently. The Mariners back in the day when Griffey Jr. Was there like, yeah, that was the team, right? The, the Sonics, when they were there, since they got their basketball team taken away from them, you know, they always supported them very well. Right. New, new hockey town. I get it. Y'all need to calm down <laughs> about an entry-level contract for your number four overall top pick in your second draft ever. <laughs> Just chill out. It's an entry-level deal, standard contract. There's some wiggle room in the money there, but who cares? It's like it's peanuts compared to what he's going to make later on in his career. So watch yeah. out. Wait till. Wait till wait till he gets his first real deal, his first like right. five or six year deal. You guys are gonna be really surprised then. And and maybe after he changes out of his warrior gear, maybe then I'll get a real deal too. <laughs> they they gave him league maximum for the ELC, right? Nine twenty five or nine fifty? Nine fifty is standard for like a first round player. I would say like in the top, let's go 
one to 20 roughly. And then I guarantee there's probably like three to $5 million in performance bonuses. Yeah. Yeah. If he hits them. And some of that's like, like some of the rookie ones. And it's normally the performance bonuses aren't always released. Normally it's tied to games points Um, for a high pick like himself. It's probably, you know, among rookies, your first year goals, assists, points, uh, game appearances. And then also to like Calder, like if he wins a Calder trophy, he may get an extra million or million and a half. It just depends how they work it. And that's generally the agent and the team. It's somehow tied to it. Like I remember the one that was never reported, but it was in Jonathan Taves's contract after like that first cup. I mean, they had to jettison half the team. He had like a $4 million bonus that does count against your salary cap. If he won the con Smythe. So Mm. wins con Smythe, bang, bang. It is a ship guys out. It was either him or Kane. I can't remember, but one of them on the first cup won the con Smythe. And then that was a performance bonus that kicked in. Mm. So they had to get rid of like Bufflin and lad. And there were other people they jettisoned, but whatever. Mm. But yeah. Well, yeah, my, my point was, is that Shane Wright's got an entry level contract for less than a million dollars for three years. The salary cap is what? 80.2 or something like that. 82 million per team. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's getting like nothing. They need to calm down out there in Seattle. This is, this is not a big deal. Go to Starbucks, you know. Go, go get yourself some take, coffee. Don't take your <laughs> laptop with you. Just sit down, get a book, go to Starbucks. <laughs> just sit down and relax and listen to the music that they have in there. It's always very relaxing. Just sit down. I find it too relaxing. Anytime like I stop and like with my laptop and like do some work emails, I'm like, I need anger like to get this stuff done. Like this is I don't know. I also have like a, a continual fight with those people. You guys know about this. I just I take nothing in my coffee. I'm the same way. Just black. And every time I go through a Starbucks drive through, they try and trick me. And I go. <laughs> Hi, I'd like an iced or a you know hot coffee. Would you like anything in it? No. Do you want room for cream or sugar? No. And finally, this is a this is years ago. At this point, I was just not having a good day. I was kind of aggravated. <laughs> I went through. I got like two shots of espresso and then a hot coffee on the side. And I was just like a hot little tater tot that day. And this this poor girl goes like, oh, do you want anything in your in your coffee or espresso? No, thank you. Do you want room for cream or sugar in either of them? No, thank you. You want nothing in your black coffee? And I just said, I was polite, but I was kind of stern. So like, and I knew I came off like a total asshole, but whatever. I was like, the only thing I want in my coffee is black coffee. Thank you. And she told me my total. I went to the thing, said thank you. And I think I even tipped like a a five in there because I was like, so like Wait, I felt like tipped, hold on, you tipped on black yeah. coffee. I did because I just felt so bad about it. And somebody <laughs> frequents like a lot of coffee places. They didn't have like to just do drive anything. around. They didn't do anything. They, they, they didn't just put, put it in, in a such cup. An, it was such an a hole. I just hate being that guy. Well, I don't know. That's your well. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I was making amends. Her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was putting <laughs> I, a little more. I was putting better juju out in the world. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not running around like. Just tipping 
people. My thing with, <laughs> I, I, I hardly, it's probably been four years, five years since I've stepped foot in a Starbucks, right? I used to go there all the time. Like, yeah, drive throughs, I'm in way more than the actual but building. No, not even drive, like, I haven't been to one in forever. It means step foot is like, you know, like metaphor been on the property. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> he just scoffs the, every time he drives by been in, been in the domain of a Starbucks. So, like, so, uh, <laughs> so when I would go, when, when I stopped drinking like the Starbucks drinks, like the lattes and shit, because that's what I, when I was going a lot, that's what I was getting. When I just started drinking just straight gas, just black so you coffee. Would, so you would go in and just order a mocha I, choke of bullshit? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so ordered, yeah. Like one of those? That's what I get. Exactly. That's oh. what I used to get. So <laughs> then I was like, I'm not, I'm, now when I get coffee, just black coffee. So yeah. I would go in and I'd say, I need, I need a large black coffee. They're like, you want a, a venti, oh, they you know, hate whatever that. it I is, do that right? all the time. Yeah, you want a venti, <laughs> like black large. coffee, and I'm like, yes, a large black coffee. <laughs> yeah, and they're and they're they go black coffee, and they they turn their head like when you talk to the dog, like a dog. It turns <laughs> its head. Dog. I know. They, they turn their head. Black coffee? Are you sure? I'm like, yes. That's I told you. My <laughs> I told you the thing that I want. This is a retail establishment. I told you the thing that I want. You will put it in the cash register computer thing and you will give it to me and I will pay you. <laughs> See, isn't box. that funny? Anytime you ask for black coffee there, they turn their head like dogs, but you know the person before you ordered, can I have a half-calf, decaf, <laughs> latte, two pumps, original, one pump caramel, three pumps this, oat milk, skip the half extra one percent like this insane thing and they just go yeah no problem You're like what the f yeah like, it's it's a different like, language it it's is a, it's a different and, language and it's somebody who just goes i just want black coffee thanks like appreciate it <laughs> well that'll do it for episode 101 as always we appreciate your listen and your likes and rates and reviews and subscriptions and all that good stuff. Thank you so much for your support. Hey, let us know what you think about this episode. Come talk to us on Discord at beersinthelot.com slash Discord. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about. Post some memes. Have some fun chatting with us and other listeners about hockey. It's basically free Beers in the Lot content in text form whenever you want. So check it out. Beersinthelot.com slash Discord for all the details on how to get in there. It's really easy, I promise. So if we don't see you there, we'll catch you next week with episode 102. See you.